Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here. At Crime Stories, we work so hard every day to stay in touch with you and broadcast our program with the very latest crime and justice news. Crime Stories. Our friends at Sirius XM now making it even easier to get Crime Stories while so many of us are doing our part to stay home and stay safe. If you don't have a subscription to SiriusXM, here's your chance to listen for free. That's right, free. Just go to SiriusXM.com slash stream free. SiriusXM.com slash stream free. Go now. You can listen through your phone, your computer, your laptop, or any of your connected devices. Don't miss Crime Stories every weekday at high noon Eastern. It's on Sirius XM channel 111, the Triumph channel. Free listening runs till May 15. Sirius XM, thank you for being our partner. Crime in the time of coronavirus, at a time when we expect each other to pull together, pitch in to get through the crisis, gripping not only our country, but our world. Seemingly, it's the time when, for many people, it brings out the worst in us. Coronavirus crimes. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Let's just kick it off with a woman who attacks a Walmart cashier. Why is everything happening at Walmart? Take a listen to our friends at Daily Mail. Look, look at her. Yeah, like, like I... 
wow, at Walmart in front of all the employees, in front of children, showing them how not to act. With me, an all-star panel. What may have been coughing uh, three months ago can now be considered an aggravated assault. That's a felony. With me, Percy Pitzer, 40 years correctional management expertise, founder of Creative Corrections. Ashley Wilcott, judge and trial lawyer, Anchor Court TV. You can find her at AshleyWilcott.com. Jeff Cortez, former special agent with the FBI. Dr. Chris Sperry, chief medical examiner, state of Georgia, former and now renowned medical examiner and expert. New York psychologist joining us from Manhattan. You can find her at KarenStark.com. But first to CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter Nicole Part. Nicole, thank you so much for being with us. Did you hear the chaos and the drama that called? Who was that screaming out? I, I wanted to grow up to be a dumb blonde. Somebody, oh, excuse me, a stupid blonde. And someone else saying, get your phlegm out. Never heard that one before. Um, what happened, Nicole? Yeah, Nancy, this is a very, very crazy story. The lady that you can hear ranting about not wanting to grow up to be a blonde is indeed the shopper. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A stupid blonde. Go ahead. A stupid blonde. She finishes her shopping. She's checking out of Walmart, and apparently she felt she was being overcharged for some items. So she begins to verbally attack the cashier. The manager comes over to try to calm things down, resolve the issue, and that is when this lady goes into a rant, complete meltdown. Shoppers pull out their phones. They begin to film this. She begins to spit on the manager and begins to go into this complete, complete belligerent attack about the coronavirus, coughing, spitting, everything. There's something about it. Let me go to Jeff Cortez, former special agent, FBI. Jeff the fact that she spit on the cashier, that is a whole nother level of disrespect. Yeah, absolutely, Nancy. I mean, uh, to your point with the law enforcement, if you want to fight with me, let's fight. This is part of the job. Uh, you spit on me, and now you are really uh, showing a lack of respect, not to, to me, but to, to everybody who wears this uniform, and I take that far more personal. I, I'm telling you, back to Nicole Parton, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, where we have this and all other breaking crime and justice news. Now, the woman thought she's being overcharged. She gets escorted out of the store after police was called. Was she arrested? We don't know that at this point, but we do know that when the police showed up, suddenly she was very calm as they escorted her out of the store. Okay, let me ask you this to Karen Stark, psychologist joining us from New York. She suddenly got calm as soon as the cops show up. What does that tell you about her bout of anger? Well, it tells me that her bout was for show, Nancy, that she was all upset and carrying on because she would get attention. People are noticing, and all of a sudden, the cops show up, and she decides that she doesn't have to put on this display anymore. All for show. The reality is, joining me is the former chief medical examiner for the state of Georgia. I've put him on the stand many a time, Dr. Chris Sperry. Dr. Sperry, question to you regarding coronavirus. I, I just can't imagine what could be worse uh, if you are... COVID-19 positive, spitting in somebody's face. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, this, this honestly harkens back to the 
early days of the AIDS epidemic when um, identical situations occurred, um, that people that were may or may not have been HIV positive, uh, but were still you know, spitting on police who were trying to arrest them or spitting on others that, that, they, you know, that they were angry at. And the fact that the coronavirus, as we know, as much as we know about it, we definitely know it's transmitted from person to person by respiratory droplets, you know, by the fluid and, uh, that comes out of your mouth and your lungs. That is a, uh, it's, it's not a small thing. Um, realistically, that could be, the coronavirus could be easily transmitted to another person and uh, unfortunately could end up being a death sentence because, um, you know, it is, it is lethal to older people and people with heart and lung diseases, other different types of problems, and at the, at the least will make someone, someone very sick. So, I, you know, this is a serious threat and I think should be addressed appropriately because it's not only a threat, it, it breeds fear among the person, the people around there, people getting spit on. It's just, it's a, a very horrible way because it conjures up uh, you know, a very, very bad uh, you know, outcome. Really. It, it like really said, does, Dr. Sperry. And the reality is it's called weaponizing COVID-19. Weaponizing, using the virus as a weapon. You've all heard of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, like a knife or a gun. Well, a, a deadly weapon can be a car. It can be a rock. It can be when you're HIV positive and you intentionally infect or COVID-19. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about coronavirus crimes. I want you to take a listen now uh, to our friends at NBC DFW5. This is Sophia Bezdell. It's a video that's circling around social media, and Carrollton police aren't taking it lightly. 18-year-old Lorraine Meridiaga is accused of making a terroristic threat. Carrollton police alleged she claims to have COVID-19 in a Snapchat video, which shows her getting tested for the disease. In the recording, you hear a nurse saying that she has to contact health officials about giving the test. Afterwards, the 18-year-old claims she was at a Walmart spreading the virus, according to the video. Carrollton police say they have no confirmation that Maradiaga actually has COVID-19 
or if she's a threat to public health. But they are taking the social media posts very seriously, and that's why they're currently looking for her. The police department says even if this turns out to be a prank, they say there's nothing to joke about when it comes to COVID-19, and that is why they are taking this very seriously. Apparently an 18-year-old girl uh, wanted by police in Carrollton, Texas. She posts a video on Snapchat claiming she's infected with coronavirus and then says, I will shorten your life. Take a listen to our friends at Fox 7. This is Austin reporter Alex Boyer. Carrollton police putting a resident's picture on blast after investigators say she made a terroristic threat on social media. They say that's 18-year-old Lorraine Maradiaga. Over the weekend, police say Maradiaga posted several Snapchat videos saying she had tested positive for COVID-19. Maradiaga said she intended to spread the virus. So, if you want to get the coronavirus, Carrollton police don't know if she's indeed positive, her whereabouts unknown. Right now the priority is finding her and getting her in custody and a whole lot of questions to answer after that. Not only are local police looking for her, the FBI is in on it. Take a listen to our friends Alex Boyer, Fox 7. Carrollton Police spokeswoman Jolene DeVito says the FBI Dallas field office is working in conjunction with Carrollton PD offering detectives any resources they may need in this criminal investigation. This young woman's actions, we just, we're not going to tolerate it. In mid-March, a DPS employee who worked at the Carrollton driver's license office claimed they tested positive for the coronavirus. The location was shut down. DPS said an investigation later determined the employee lied. They were disciplined for providing false information. DPS did not provide additional details. Jolene DeVito says whether or not Mara Diaga turns out to be positive for COVID-19, she's already committed a third-degree felony, making a terroristic threat. Specifically in the law, it's subsection 5, place the public or substantial group of the public in fear of serious bodily injury. To Nicole Parton uh, joining us, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Nicole, what's the latest on this brat? I'm just learning, Nancy, that she has been arrested. Local authorities did find her and she has been arrested and she is now looking at charges of making a terroristic threat. What a brat, but the reality is Ashley Wilcott, judge and trial lawyer, Court TV anchor, it's more than being a brat. Now, a terroristic threat is a serious felony. And it's not just idle chit chat like you're like, uh, Jackie, I just wanna kill him. No, it's not that. It's when you make another overt act, such as posting a video, such as sending an email or a threatening phone call or text that puts your talk, your boasting, your big talk into another realm because you're actually acting on it. And another comparison, Ashley, is when you go into a bank with a fake gun, that's still armed robbery, robbery because it's robbery with a gun or replica of a gun because it causes the same fear. Why is this a terroristic threat? Ashley Wilcott. 
Well, first of all, it's idiotic behavior by an 18 year old, but it rises to the level of a crime because she was clear in her intent. She specifically said, this is what I'm going to do. So the intent was there. The threat was there to cause the serious bodily harm. So it is clearly a terroristic threat. Now, the good news is, from my perspective, is that, yes, she is being investigated and prosecuted for the crime because, Nancy, the reality is not only is it necessary to prosecute, to punish her, but also to discourage others from engaging in this idiotic behavior that amounts to a crime. Let me understand something, Nicole Parton, uh, Crime Online investigative reporter, Lorraine Mariaga was wanted by police. She's just been arrested because she posted a Snapchat video of herself claiming to be coronavirus positive and claiming to deliberately spread the deadly virus. Is that correct? Do I understand what she did? That's correct. Even in one of her Snapchat posts, she says, um, if you want the virus, come see me and I'll cough all over you. She posts another Snapchat where she's shopping in a store and she's coughing out loud, spreading the droplets, spreading the germs, coughing, laughing, making a big joke of it. I'll give everyone the virus, she says in her Snapchat post. You know, to Karen Stark, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. People are dropping dead at this moment. They are in hospitals all across our country gasping for breath and dying. It just hurt me so much. Yesterday, I read about a story where a son, his mother was holding his head in her lap. And he goes, Mom, I'm not going to make it. I don't think I'm going to make it. And he dies right there right there in his mother's hands. And now this? Well, Nancy, when you think about things that we've talked about where groups of kids have been gathering and in, in some places still not paying attention to social distancing, you could see that they don't really get how serious this is until it, it's something in front of them. They see that their own relatives are getting sick or dying. They just believe that they have eternal life. It's not quite real to them. So here's a girl who's very troubled and decides that, yeah, I'm going to just broadcast that. I'm going to do this for the people. Hold on. I'm getting an update. Hold on a second. You're telling me uh, uh, Lorraine, Lorraine Madiaga has now gotten out on bond. And I also want to find out about the first woman. That's who I'm trying to find out that coughed and sneezed. Oh, just escorted out of Walmart. That is an ag, ag assault right there, the woman that coughed and sneezed on the Walmart cashier. Madiaga, Karen Stark, has now made a bond. Now, we don't know if she's, in fact, infected, um, but what more do we know about it, Nicole Parton? We do know that she posted a video where she appeared to be in line um, taking a test for the COVID-19 virus in one of these remote locations where you drive through and take the test. And you can hear a medical worker on the video telling her to now go home and wait for the results of the test. So while we don't know if she tested positive, we do know that at some point she must have had the symptoms um, enough for a medical doctor to feel that she needed to be tested. So there's the Snapchat she posts herself. Then she posts herself the video of her going through a drive-through coronavirus test site. Then there's video of her at Walmart coughing, threatening to infect everyone. 
that's a terroristic threat. Um, we know that she has made bond. This is just the tip of the iceberg. We're still waiting to find out if she's COVID-19 positive. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, coronavirus crimes. Why is this happening at such a horrible time in our country's history? Take a listen to this. Disturbing allegations. A physician here at UConn Health accused of intentionally coughing on other workers during this coronavirus pandemic. UConn police issued a misdemeanor breach of peace summons yesterday morning for Dr. Corey Edgar. They say witnesses saw him intentionally coughing on two medical employees at the health center in close proximity and that the witnesses and medical workers believed he was purposely disregarding space and safety concerns involving the coronavirus. We are learning that a doctor did a thing like this to Nicole Parton, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. I've got to hear this. Tell me about the doctor. This Connecticut doctor was arrested because he was deliberately coughing on coworkers, apparently ignoring social distancing, threatening his coworkers, making light of the situation, and in a joking manner, coughing on co-workers as if it were no big deal. To Ashley Wilcott, judge and trial lawyer, anchor at Court TV, how many times have you seen an aggravated assault where the person says, oh, I was joking? <laughs> Who cares? You know, whether you're joking or not is no defense, as you well know, because if you attempt to cause serious bodily harm, which he is by coughing during the coronavirus and with disregard for human life, that's ag assault. So it doesn't matter if you say, oh, I didn't mean to. Oh, I was joking. Oh, it was no big deal. Those are not defenses to the crime you've committed. It's Dr. Corey Edgar, an assistant professor of orthopedic surgery at UConn Health. He was arrested and charged with breach of peace. Uh, back to you, Ashley. What is breach of peace? Now, this is for allegedly coughing on two co-workers at the health center, very close to them in close proximity. And the witnesses say that they believe he was intentionally disregarding space and safety concerns. Right now, there are thousands and thousands of coronavirus cases in our country. And while he says he's joking, what about it, Ashley? 
Yeah, so that's what the breach of peace is. The fact that he disregarded and was doing that. And so every state, as you well know, Nancy, has different charges for different crimes, but that one amounts to the fact he was completely disregarding and was coughing and doing that action. That's the breach of peace. Now, it may not amount to an aggravated assault because it may be that there was no intent they could prove that he was trying to cause the serious bodily harm, but it's still a crime. And the thing I want to say is that to me, a doctor has even a higher standard, right, than a naive 18-year-old, for instance, because he knows better. He knows the risks. He knows what's going on. He knows better. You can't even do this to joke. It's not okay. We're talking about a Connecticut doctor who allegedly coughed on co-workers. And again, Ashley Wilcott, this sounds like a misdemeanor or a local ordinance. What exactly is breach of peace? Well, you know what? I got to be honest. I don't know exactly what it is in this state, but I can tell you in just a moment because the reality is it's disturbing the peace. That's what it's called in a lot of states, right? When you do anything to disturb the peace. And what this means, Nancy, is think about it. Even if he's joking, when he says, oh, I'm going to do this, it causes a reaction in all the medical professionals and all the people around them. It causes fear. And it can cause action by them. So it can, it can, um, go ahead. I'm thinking, Ash, uh, breach of peace. For instance, if somebody uh, shoots a gun in the air, that's not only discharging a weapon within city limits, it's also breach of peace. If you have a party that's too loud and it disturbs all the neighbors, you can be charged with breach of peace. Let's take a listen now to our friend Elliot Polikoff, WFSB News reporter. Talking with a spokeswoman from Yukon Health, she has said that Dr. Corey Edgar, he is not COVID-19 positive and he is considered to be in excellent physical health. But the question remains, why did this happen? The answer may have something to do with mental health. You know, we talk about the virus being unseen, but stresses as well. And as Middletown-based clinical psychologist Dr. Robert Reynolds explains, it can happen to anyone especially healthcare professionals in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. I think that there are going to be more and more people who are struggling with the psychological impacts, and the ones on the front line right now are our healthcare providers. At UConn Health in Farmington, sports medicine doctor Corey Edgar faces an uncertain future after being arrested on Thursday morning for breach of peace after intentionally coughing on two other medical employees. While the hospital says those co-workers are not considered at risk because the doctor is not COVID-19 positive, this pandemic is creating stress that is causing another troubling new development. I think that we're going to start to see more of the psychological aspects and the, the emotional reactions to all of this that's really going to start overwhelming our mental health systems. Joining me right now, psychologist out of Manhattan, Dr. Karen Stark. Karen, explain what they just said. What they're saying is that this is having a huge impact on people emotionally, which we know, Nancy. And so they're suggesting that we're going to see more of this, which doesn't surprise me. People who react to this kind of pressure, especially people in the front line, and they're not making sound judgment or they're that angry where they're spreading it. It's, and it really creates mass destruction, as we know. So it's, it's a powerful, powerful weapon. And someone who has this can use it without going out and buying a gun or having a knife. What they're actually doing is taking their distress and spreading it. To Dr. Chris Sperry, uh, the former 
medical examiner for the entire state of Georgia. Dr. Sperry, when you are arrested as a doctor like this, in this scenario, is he going to lose his license and not be able to practice anymore? What can he expect? Well, you actually you were stealing the thoughts, uh, you know, from my, from my mind. Just simply the fact that he's arrested makes mandates that he must report that to the state medical board. Every state in the country has that provision as one of uh, the the requirements for being a doctor. If you are arrested for anything, you have to report that to the medical board uh, yourself. Now, the likelihood is pretty high that his actions would, would cause others, you know, superiors, hospital administrators, I mean, even the people involved. I mean, they could also report it to the state medical board. But all of those things put together, um, you know, means that there is a really high likelihood he could get his license suspended or, frankly, just get it revoked because that type of intentionally dangerous and potentially life-threatening action by someone as highly trained as as a physician just is not acceptable and can't be waved at waved away it can't be shoved under the rug he's going to have more problems out of this than i think what he realized at the moment when he did this behavior guys typically we report on crimes against the jewish population who has been plagued with hate crimes and anti-Semitism for centuries. But in an odd reversal, a Muslim New York firefighter has now contracted coronavirus just days after a Jewish teen deliberately sneezes in his face. Okay, to Nicole Parton, what happened? So apparently, Nancy, three teens uh, were out and they targeted this firefighter. They saw him out. They began to um, taunt him and say, are you afraid of the virus? Do you have the virus? Are you afraid of the virus? The firefighter tried to distance himself from the teens, but they continued to get closer and closer. Again, he distanced himself. They got closer, taunting him. What would happen if you got the virus? Are you afraid of the virus? Um, at this point, one of the teens got physically close enough to the firefighter and intentionally sneezed on him and then ran away. What's happened to the teens, Nicole? Have they been charged? Uh, we don't know that they've been charged because there is no video evidence of what took place. And to my knowledge, they have not been charged with anything. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. The stress, the anger, and the confusion now caused by coronavirus is leading to a spate of crimes. But why? Take a listen in a heartbreaking story to Jason Hargrove, a Detroit bus driver. This coronavirus is for real. And we out here as public workers doing our job, trying to make an honest living to take care of our families. But for you to get on the bus and stand on the bus and cough several times without covering up your mouth, and you know that we in the middle of a pandemic, that lets, that, that, that lets me know that some folks don't care utterly don't give a f excuse my language but that's how i feel right about now for a grown person in her late 50s early 60s to stand on the bus and cough four and five times without covering up your mouth and you know we in the midst of a mother crisis with this coronavirus i am the f off I'm just so sad to report Mr. Hargrove has passed away. He passed away. He died from coronavirus. To Nicole Parton, what happened with Mr. Hargrove? He makes this video, Nancy, and in the video he tells the story of exactly what happened. A lady gets on the bus and she coughs while refusing to cover her mouth. In one portion of his video, it's heartbreaking. He explains that he is a father, a husband, and that he's driving that bus to provide for his family. But this lady, apparently infected with the virus, coughs, refuses to follow social distancing, refuses to take precautions. We can't know if he contracted COVID-19 from her, but we do know, sadly, that he did contract the virus and he passed away. Nicole, did the woman make any indication that she was doing it on purpose or that she thought she had COVID-19? She did not make any remarks to him in that manner, but he did ask her to please cover your mouth. Please take precautions. We're in the midst of a crisis. There's a pandemic. People are dying. Can you please be careful? And she refused to listen to him. You know, Jeff Cortese, former special agent with the FBI, cops, bus drivers, prosecutors, um, judges, hospital workers, everybody as the nature of their job is out there on the front lines and unless they want to lose their job and quit working, they have to be there. It's just so unfair that this bus driver begged the woman to quit coughing on him. She wouldn't stop. Now he has coronavirus and he passed away. Yeah, I mean, you know, there, there are only a handful of people, it seems, uh, that, are, that are even out there able to work and not just able to work, but are, are working so that others can, can live. Uh, as you mentioned, doctors, law enforcement, even public transportation. It's unconscionable to think that, uh, you know, those who are out there focusing on uh, more important things, right, saving lives, have to look over their shoulder and try to account for those who are just completely discrediting this whole thing and, and ignoring it and disregarding the health and well-being of others. And the reality is they're trapped there. 
they, they can't get away. This bus driver, unless he wants to lose his livelihood and not be able to support his children, has to keep driving that bus and put up with this woman. And now he has passed away. Nicole, what can you tell me about Anthony Ponzi, the 21-year-old man? Anthony Ponzi was arrested after he was going the wrong way on the street, crashed into another car. Um, police, of course, got on the scene, began to arrest him, and that's when he was very aggressive. Speech was slurred, foaming at the mouth, and he allegedly attacked the, the, the police officer and begins again to try to spread this virus, coughing on them, spitting on them, and attacking the officers. We're talking about a 21-year-old Chicago man arrested for coughing in Chicago cop's face, claiming he had coronavirus after he gets into a car crash. At 21 years old, you know, Karen Stark, a lot of people will say, like somebody said earlier, I think it was you, Ashley Wilcott. The person was 18. I did call her a brat, but I want her treated as an adult. At 21, Karen Stark, you know better. Absolutely, Nancy. At 21, I mean, it's still, you're younger, but you do know better. And I think in this instance, this is was actually a purposeful act that he was really angry. You're talking, I mean, we have people out there who are killers, right? Who don't have a conscience. And here is somebody who actually used the fact that he might be sick as a weapon against the police. This was an early morning call around eight o'clock in the morning. Police say Ponzi drove his great Jeep the wrong way and collided into another car, exited his vehicle, and allegedly attacked the other driver. That's who we're dealing with. I mean, the mindset of someone like this and then to taunt the cops, I mean, Brat fits him perfectly, but he is much Old, much older than uh, a kid. He knows better. And I'm wondering, bottom line, what the charges against him will be. What do you make of it, Nicole Parton? Any word on that? We don't have word of the charges, but of course we do know that he was arrested. To you, Ashley Wilcott, what charges do you anticipate? Well, you know, you've got all kinds of potential charges in this. You've got assault, in my opinion. You've got the aggravated assault, because then again, you're attempting by the threats you're making and attacking and what you're doing, you're attempting, in my opinion, to cause serious bodily harm without regard for human life. Guys, a 65-year-old man has just been tackled by other shoppers. I want you to take a listen to our friends at Boston WBZ for news reporter Jim Smith. Well, a bizarre story here at this stop and shop in Kingston, and it really created anxious moments for customers and workers. The wild scene erupted just before noon Saturday in front of shocked shoppers. This cell phone video showing two or three men subduing another man. Kingston police were told a 65-year-old man from Duxbury was coughing and spitting and became confrontational with staff and witnesses. The man who took this video posted that the man was coughing and spitting on the produce. But the police news release doesn't say what he was targeting. Hours later, other shoppers could only shake their collective heads. Odd behavior for people. Um, maybe whoever did that has... Uh, other problems, but uh, something like that should not occur, uh, period. 
that somebody would even think to do that um, it's just it blows my mind right now especially with what's going on and everybody should be bonding together and, and be respectful of each other and uh, try to stop the spread of this awful thing that's going on right now bottom line wash your produce to Dr. Chris Berry joining us, uh, the former chief medical examiner for the entire state of Georgia. Dr. Sperry, speak to me about, I mean, you're the MD, I'm just a JD. What's the likelihood that COVID-19 could be spread from produce that somebody coughed or spit on or sneezed on at the grocery store if they're COVID-19 positive and you get that produce at home? Well, the likelihood really is small. Uh, but for produce especially, and this, I mean, this is one of the things that I think many of us started doing years ago. It, it is really proper. It's, it's almost required that if you buy produce at a store, yet you don't know who has touched it. You don't know where it's been. And it's routine to wash your produce, uh, you know, un, underwater uh, and, you know, clean it before you put it in the fridge. So With soap, Chris? Oh, with soap, no. I mean, otherwise, uh, especially with lettuce, you'd end up with soapy-tasting lettuce. Okay, wait a minute. How about washing the outside? I I always take the outside leaves off the lettuce. Okay. Just the outside. And then I wash the rest with water. But I'm thinking about an apple. Don't you wash that with soap? You don't really need to because the the virus... You go ahead and eat all the pesticides and all the COVID-19, Dr. Chris Berry. But I'm washing mine with hand soap, rinsing it, and drying it. Will that work? I'm not washing any of our... I mean, we wash our produce regularly just that we we buy. But, you know, boxes, regular food, things like that, that, uh, uh, you know, we don't don't wipe that down. Okay, Sperry, you have coffee, I'll have tea. I'm not going to tell somebody not to do it because if it makes them feel better, then that's great. But um, going overboard is not is, – it's is taking something that's almost impossible, a risk that is almost impossible, and, uh, you know, who knows how you're changing it. Uh, so, well, I'm glad to like, hear that, but I'm going to continue washing with soap. Guys, the COVID – 19 crimes continue on we're bringing them to you to make you aware of them so you can avoid situations just like this keep the faith nancy grace crime story signing off goodbye friend trinity school of natural health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.